Mental's the only one that has any idea of what this bit is, so go, Mental. Give it a shot. Uh, Eric, are they feeding you? I, I don't see today's paper. How do we know it's actually you? Uh, I don't know. I just know I'm looking extra kidnappy with uh, two blankets <laughs> in my studio. <laughs> yeah. Two blankets and sucky internet. That's about right. <laughs> it's, it's tough in Kandahar. <laughs> At least we're accurate. Oh, here it is. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a podcast designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. Whatever kind of LeChamp or track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate. We even think you Drifto Hella Flush guys are, right? As long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news and notes in the world of low-buck racing, and if you can handle it, Chrissy will give you just the tip. I'll be your pit marshal. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. <laughs> this is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mental. And we are Everyone Racers. Are we going to have the music on the whole time? Okay. Thanks for coming <laughs> back and listening to it's another unbelievable episode. And I did the thesaurus that and I wanted to come up with something that had a good and a better connotation uh, of our podcast. We are on episode 28, I think, which is amazing still. And we also have a very special guest, Eric Rude, who for some strange reason keeps coming back to the silly podcast and brings all kinds of great things to talk about. So um, we'll let him introduce himself again, uh, as we usually do in a little bit. What are you working on, Jeff? Oh, me first. Um, well, you the, are snow, first. the snowpocalypse that was supposed to hit last week did not hit. So all weekend, I finished Josh's floors. All the cat pee smell is out. The wood floor, wood vinyl paneling is down. The molding is done. And we went to Ikea and we bought a bunch of furniture because I am going to be building this starting tomorrow with tomorrow's snow out in the state of New Jersey. We are recording this on uh, 3.20, so on Wednesday we're supposed to get a crap ton of snow. Uh, I am building an IKEA hack loft bed with tidy hole. So Josh will have a little <laughs> playpen under the bed, and we'll have lots of storage when he gets old enough. And, uh, oh, that's fun. Hides yeah. his porn and weed. Hidey hole sounds like bad parenting timeout. Josh, do we need to put you in the hide? No, no, no. Actually, I think Eric Rude is calling us from the hidey hole. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's not well, as cool as the IKEA furniture. Oh, didn't you get a fire system? Oh, we did. Yes, racer. Well, I, I didn't actually work on that. It just arrived in a box. Racer Parts uh, Warehouse has sent us the uh, the. Or so, excuse me. Wholesale Racer Parts wholesale sent us the fire system that i bought like two months ago it finally showed up that's so, actually perfect just, because yeah it's two more dates two more months on the expiration date oh so, yeah yeah well and we didn't need it then anyway so yeah. it's not like it's late yeah cool. okay uh, chrissy hey, what are you that's a sunny side up kind of perspective on everything good hey, job guys oh, chrissy, sure. chrissy what are you up to uh, I, don't, so, I don't know Right. Uh, so tomorrow is my birth, my sister Jen's birthday. Happy birthday, Jen! Happy birthday, um, Jen! Yay! Um, we partied all all weekend. We had a great um, St. Patrick's Day theme, and then we're going to party again tomorrow in the sm- snow apocalypse. Fortunately, she lives up the street, so we'll have a party here tomorrow. Uh, we did. We finished up the office. Uh, Chris will tell you more about that. But we have. Uh, it's pretty much it's done, right? I don't it's think so we have anything pretty, left. Pretty much. It is. Oh yeah, we have a couple uh, things to hang on the walls. But basically, I. 
got down on my hands and knees and cleaned the carpets with our. Uh, actually, I cleaned them a couple times, and uh, they're done. And then I did another couple of rooms on the second floor just because I had it running, and uh, and also on Sunday I ran a pretty good uh, Girl Scout event that one I've been prepping for for 120 girls. Uh, and I had a whole bunch of them that I walked by on after the event, and they said, I had so much fun. And I said, you know what? That make, makes all the difference. It was good. So Awesome. Keeping me busy. How about Chris? What are you doing? Housework. Like because <laughs> it's stupid cold and snowing still here, and I'm totally sick of it, and I want spring to come here because I have a ton of car work to do. Like every car needs something. <laughs> every single one. But no, we're going to get a foot of snow tomorrow. So out comes the janky-ass snowblower again, getting ready to go the again. The death machine! Yes, yes no, Chrissy? But because we had to do housework, we're actually getting really close to the floors and the um, cabinets being in and the wall, walls being done yes. in the kitchen. I'd be oh, just big. ready to install 800 square feet of hardwood when except up Easter. So. <laughs> yeah. It's getting there, though. Anyway, progress. Mental, what are you doing? So speaking of snowpocalypse and miserable existence, I, I mowed my lawn on Sunday. It was uh, it was like oh, 70 degrees. <laughs> That's crazy. You had enough lawn that it needed to be mowed? Well, because I have Bermuda grass, so it comes back kind of slow. But, yeah, I wanted to get it out there and get a good even trim and do all my hedge work and then get the uh, get the anti-weed and the fertilizer down before it all came up. And then uh, I've got most of the uh, – I set out last night. You know, with the what will become your cyclone bomb uh, cold front that moved in during a thunderstorm with both my garage doors open and kept working on the V-Star Bobber project, which is on my Instagram. I've actually got that thing almost completely pulled apart. All five of your lit watchers can see it. Yeah, I was going to say it was insta <laughs> Hey, Eric, I don't know if you know this, but if you trim the hedges, the building looks taller. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would think mental spent so much time. I, I haven't been outside in months. So. <laughs> sure. yeah. Well, perfect. Uh, Eric, what are you doing? Uh, uh, well, besides fighting with really terrible internet, um, uh, I am uh, planning for HoopDecon, uh, which is going to be great. And it's this weekend in Sonoma. So 24 hours of lemons, Radwood, Concourse Lookproof, uh, the Gambler 500, Arcane Auto Society, the Fiat of America Club, and oh, more people are all going to be there. It's going to be great. Nice. Wow. So, uh, Fix it again, Tony. Yeah. This is a perfect segue into news and notes. What else can you tell us about this this fantastic event and why people might want to show up? Uh, it's uh, it's basically the biggest collection of hoopties outside of like old coots back forty in Colorado. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so. You're going to have 169, 24 hours of Lemons cars racing. And then on top of that, you have all these awesome shows in the paddock. And uh, cool people are going to be there, like Mike Musto and Jason Camisa, Matt Farah, Elon Shear. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. What's up, no, mental? mental? Well, I say, you know, and, and not just hoopties, because Radwood is, I mean, you know, last uh, yeah. last Radwood, they had that Gullwing 500 SEL, and I know uh, Farrah's mm-hmm. probably going to bring his uh, his SL or his 500 up, and there's, I mean, that's actually like non-hoopty, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I you know, I guess the, I, the God, you have to play with marketing speak with this crap. But basically, you're calling them not yet classics, or you know, it's it's Brownell. You don't have to play any marketing speak at all, whatever. I like it. (laughs) Everyone likes it. Yeah, go follow Radwood on Facebook. Are they 
Are all the cars mixed in? So, are, or is there like a section of the paddock? Because that has a, like a, a, t- a tiered paddock a little bit. Are they just like yeah, lemon so, racing, then uh, cool car, then something else? Yeah. Uh, uh, so basically, you have the paddock is the way it normally is. So the lower, the lowest part is all lemons cars, and then there's an upper paddock which uh, Radwood's got the biggest one of those, and they have more than 200 cars coming, which is oh phenomenal. Goodness. Wow! Holy crap! That's good. Yeah, and then um, there's two smaller lots. I think we're going to put all the Concours, uh, Billetproof, and Arcane Auto Society, because it's all kind of the same general kind of stuff in the adjacent lot. And then we have a third lot that should have another 30 or 40 cars in it, maybe more. You know, we might get an influx of people showing up also. We have no idea what to expect, basically, at this point. So if you can, carpool. (laughs) <laughs> Unless you have a cool car, then bring that one. And Eric yeah. had mentioned my two favorite parts of the event. The Crap Can Film Festival, is that still happening? Yes. And the uh, that whatever cook on the engine cooking contest. Yeah. So <laughs> there's there's two there's two extra things that we we're, we're doing that are things that Jay's wanted to do for a long time. And one of them is the the great engine heat barbecue cook off where you have to cook that means you know whatever it's a lemons race you're gonna find weird stuff and it's all we have six entries for that they're all lemons cars so it'll be cars cooking on the racetrack which is gonna be great and then uh after that the 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 night kind of ends with the uh the crap can you know like can the film festival and you know crap can uh which is kind of we're going to give out a few awards i think and then kind of just splice in some other stuff that we think is funny so it'll be 90 minutes of like really good videos kind of curated by lemons hq and with most of them being submitted by by viewers go mental how many times did phil ask if he could enter any of his art footage from uh when he was in school and and here's i'm probably one of seven people that's actually watched a lot of his weird crap on his youtube channel like just the mm-hmm. the bizarro footage of him driving out of the parking garage in like 1982 in a 76 nova yeah uh n- no that's not gonna happen <laughs> as much as we like phil uh i think i think we're gonna get one there may be one little trees in, in junkyard cars compilation, and he kept insisting that he should bring a jump drive with Manta Manta, the 1970s <laughs> German film. And, of course he did. Of course. Uh, and I, I don't think we're gonna go go with that. But he was very adamant that that should be playing in the background during the entire day. So, uh, oh. you know, maybe Which- next. year. Which is good. When we get to it, is going to lead to our main topic so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and, yeah, and I think it's so. It's twenty bucks to get in. Uh, you can just show up at the gate and pay twenty bucks. You get to see all this stuff. Go to Lemon's race. Watch, watch Mike Musto attempt to eat food cooked out of an engine. You know, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be a spectacle. And is it all day well, Saturday and Sunday, or is it what's the, the it's time? just Saturday. Just Saturday. So okay. Saturday, March twenty fourth. Great. Yeah. One day only. And, and per- participants in the whole HoopTicon, here's the thing. If you're even remotely handy with a wrench, there's a better than average chance. Sometimes Saturday, if you wander down to the Lemons Paddock, you'll get your 20 bucks back worth in beer. If, hey, look, just hold this wrench right here while we pull this bolt out the other side. You know, so, yeah, there's 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 a lot of opportunity. It's it it's worth 20 bucks. It's a bargain at twice the price. Yeah, I wish we were close enough to go. go. 
but I really do. Wrong side really. of the country. Wrong coast. All. Yeah, yep. I know. We're going to get him out here to Atlanta Motorsports Park, though, and it's going to be awesome. Cool. Still awesome. Long way away, but all right. Uh, well, that's a great start to news and notes. Uh, what else do we have going on this week? Jeff, I know you had something strange. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like reporting on this stuff, but, you know, I do watch a lot of the autonomous self-driving cars, and a self-driving car hit a pedestrian in Tempe, Arizona, and uh, killed the poor woman. Um, it's very upsetting. Uber immediately pulled all of the uh, self-driving vehicles out of Arizona on Sunday evening. Uh, it was pretty much, obviously, everybody was freaking out. You know, the robots are killing us. And then <laughs> later, uh, actually, it was yesterday, Tempe Police Chief Sylvia Moyar, I don't know how to pronounce it, told the San Francisco Chronicle that it probably wasn't the autonomous vehicle's fault. Uh, quote, I suspect preliminarily it appears to be Uber would likely not be at fault in this accident. She said, I won't rule out potential file to charges against the backup driver in the Uber vehicle. And she said that the driver had little time to react. It was like a flash. The person walked out in front of them. The first alert was the sound of the body hitting the vehicle. And immediately Tempe police said, uh, we don't do that. We have never commented on whose fault it would be, and this all sucks, and please stop talking, chief of police. Go, man. Well, I'd see, and I can see why they back off this, because it, this is the legal fight that we knew was coming. Absolutely. Is, you know, how responsible are you for your autonomous vehicle, which kind of, you know, depending on what kind of a level of blame, uh, starts to remove the the prime marketing point which is i could go out get hammered have my robot car drive me home but if my robot car is no better than i am then i might as well have driven drunk yeah i mean the the there there is a law in the state of arizona that says if a commercial company is running an autonomous vehicle they are responsible for any accident it has no matter who the driver was if it was in autonomous mode so that law kind of speaks directly against what the chief of police was saying and this was specifically well, done in this state that, because they knew uber was going to be running these autonomous vehicles dealing with liability as much as i do and <laughs> yeah i can tell you that it doesn't mean that they're just going to pay up just for fun because they, they said so it's more <laughs> a matter of if they are the ones who are responsible for it after an appropriate investigation then yes then they will be able to pay but you know if if this woman just jumped out from behind a car under the under the the volvo they're not just going to go stroking a check so yeah it wasn't volvo i'd like to point out that chris introduced insurance conversation before i introduced an old air force story so (laughs) (laughs) that rarely happens around it rarely rarely happens usually i'm not quick enough on the draw well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce a new term death by autonomous vehicle so. There you go. <laughs> so this is a sad story. Obviously, more to come. This is going to be argued and debated about in the world of cars and autonomous vehicles and Uber and obviously the insurance world for a very long time. But, you know, it's big news, and uh, it wasn't Elon Musk. So yeah. there you go. Hey, Mental. Elon Musk story from Jeff. Mental, you have another way to talk about potentially ways to kill yourself with cars that are a little more fun. What's this, this story you've got? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have been living under a rock and you have not seen this, Road Atlanta has a new track record, a 1 minute, 1 second, 2.16. Now, the race record, just to give you guys a, a sphere of reference, the race record is uh, a minute, 23 seconds, and that was Ben Spees in 2008 on a Jixxer 1000. 
Uh, previous track record was a minute 24.7 in a Nissan GTR, but this was a, an old Ferrari Formula One car. Now, I know uh, they had some stuff about Jalopnik, and Eric, you've got some perspective on that, too. Yeah, the uh, the ALMS, the last year of Petit Le Mans with LMP1 cars, the pole was a 109. So 109. Still. still. 109. Wow. 109. Yeah. And so they went out there in this basically vintage, and I say that term knowing that I'm talking about Formula One, vintage Formula One Ferrari V10, I believe, uh, car, and just and go to Jalopnik and watch this because it is actually having driven. Everyone here has driven that track. It is just intoxicating to watch. It is beautiful. Now, to give you guys a larger sense of scale, Road and Track and Friends, when we were running the American Endurance Racing out there last in February, uh, I think Sam Smith turned to 147. We were running 149s, 150s. When we were out there in the snow apocalypse of the Road Atlanta, which I still blame you guys for bringing that snow with you, the RX 3.8 had a 151, and the Civic, the Turbo Civic, was running a 153 when you guys finally got it straightened out on Sunday. So just so knock, I don't know, 52 seconds off that, and you're right up there with a Formula One Ferrari. So well done on that one. More boost. More boost. <laughs> no way. Yeah. 52 seconds. That's a lot. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I actually watched this footage that was uh, posted by uh, Stefan Eric from the DFL show. And uh, I was very him on Facebook. I followed him on Facebook. Uh, it wasn't the full lap, whatever video you sent. I was very you posted. I was very upset. It ended mm. right before it went down the hill, and I was like, "That's the part I wanted to see." So <laughs> but it started there, though. But yeah, and yeah. Like, you if you were running a one fifty three, you would almost get lap almost. Yeah. Yes. That's you crazy. That's crazy. And a 153 is respectable at Road Atlanta, especially in a Honda Civic. Totally. But yeah. we're talking about, like, canoes and battleships here, let's be honest. <laughs> so, yes. yes. Is there another story? This one is equally as depressing as the woman getting killed by the Uber. No, absolutely not. Uh, so the Motorsport Safety Foundation, which, uh, you know, Ross Bentley, if you're not listening to his podcast, you totally should. I think we're all Ross Bentley addicts. Um, so that whole thing, they've introduced the Motorsport Safety Foundation with the whole goal of trying to standardize high performance uh, driver education, which is long overdue, and they are doing a fantastic job of it. So now they've started graduating their level two cert- certified instructors, which are guys that are now certified by the Motorsport Safety Foundation to ride in the car. And the big thing among this is they are standardizing the hand signals. And uh, <clears throat> I could do this, but you're listening to the podcast, but breaking. <laughs> turning acceleration all of that means the same so no matter what you do and if you go to a an msf uh, motorcycle safety or i'm sorry a motorsport safety foundation certified instructor with porsche club with nasa with hooked on driving you're gonna get the same instruction across the board which is brilliant and you could read about that baruth just got uh, certified as a level two guy and he wrote about it on roadandtrack.com so you can pop over there and read on that and if you're uh an HPD instructor like we all are, it's something to start paying attention to. And I, I think it's long overdue and it legitimizes what we do. And I think it's going to make it safer in the long run. And yeah. I actually expect that any I, of you I'm guys had, of yes, absolutely. It, and and I'm, I've got my level one and I need to wrap it up and just, you know, bite the bullet and go get my level two. Uh, and if nobody's got anything to that end, uh, the company that a lot of folks that we work for, 
extreme experience, they're actually pushing the same thing. So a lot of the extreme experience instructors are going to are, are if not already are level one certified, which is key because Chrissy. Because Extreme Experience puts you in the driver's seat with some of the world's best supercars at over 20 racetracks, get out coast to coast with no speed limits, no shifting restrictions, and no governors. Head to xxspeed.com to choose your supercar, find a racetrack near you, and start making a story of your own. There's seven models of exotic cars and supercars to choose from, 20-plus tracks, and a year-round location in New Orleans, Louisiana, which is beautiful this time of year, with a 3,200-foot straightaway. Pro instructors like Chris Mental and Jeff in the car with you, using those hand signals, helping you to explore the car's limits and learn how to drive that racing line. Save 25% when you use the code EVERYONERACERS, no space, at xxspeed.com to book today. Extreme experience, it's your turn. Wow. Right. I, I, wor- I work for the company. And I, I want to go book now. Why Why did we ever have Jeff read that copy, like, ever? Because he has a degree in television <laughs> yeah. and radio from but I have more experience Djibouti than College. I do this all day. <laughs> Not at all. For our, listeners at home, one. <laughs> for our listeners at home, I'd like to point out that uh, Chris and Chrissy just did the infamous <laughs> Lemons wrap-up video, Robot Arms. That is a $500 card. <laughs> you look like you're flying. I was doing it, too. <laughs> All right. Listener <laughs> feedback time. Mental, you got something? I do. But before I have this, you know who always gives excellent listener feedback? Chrissy's, Chrissy's mom. mom. Chrissy's mom, mom did not give feedback. No. She was too busy she drinking get... with daughters this week. <laughs> she, they always give us feedback. I just don't remember any what it, what it was. I, all I know is I've still got my awesome birthday card from your uh, mom hanging on my fridge, and it's going to be there a while because it was a cool That's birthday great. card. Okay. So um, last week we actually had, a I thought, a really – one of our more technical shows with JG on board, and we were talking about some of the different uh, we were, things. We were the most professional we have ever been. <laughs> yes, and listening to that. And we threw it in the toilet this week by inviting Eric back. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we started no, there not. and brought him in. Hey, so. we're right back. We're yeah, right back gonna... to our, our, like, our roots here now. This is where we're going to be fun. If, if, but if, if Eric can't broadcast on a podcast, how is he ever going to raise the ransom to get him out of the uh, basement there in Kandahar? <laughs> so, sure. All right. Um, so Vicky, Vicky W., who was uh, listening last week, even though she didn't want to, she just had to be in the same room. She noticed that uh, when we were talking about high-performance driver education, Mental had his teacher voice. So Mental was introducing, no, no, kids, now let's stay on topic here. So that's uh, that was the direct listener feedback within 10 seconds of concluding that episode. She goes, oh, God, you had your teacher voice on. Jeff, you've got something. No, no, I have a different one. I was going to wait for you to finish. I have another one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, you've got listener feedback. I'm done. That's okay, the only so... thing under listener feedback. Oh, I know, because I forgot to put my notes, but I actually have a listener feedback. So a guy named Bob Last, he was actually listening on the Grassroots Motorsports uh, YouTube page. And he had some interesting things to say about the tire pressure discussion that we had Ooh. on the HPDE. He basically said that adding tire pressure is more of an autocross thing than a track thing. And he said most cars will actually get too high of pressure when you put them on the track because of how hot the tires get. And some cars like less than stock pressure. He has a second half, but I want to mention that here is that that's exactly what we were saying is that you will have trouble if you let your tires you know 
Tires lower than stock get you good stick. Tires higher than stock last a little longer. I don't know, but, but it's it's a, it's really a so car dependent and tire it's, dependent. It's too. so car dependent, exactly. Yeah. But um, and then he says the most important thing is the tire pressure gauge. And he said, Chris, that guy who killed his front tire while you were instructing him was probably a lack of camber, not a lack of pressure. Ooh. So I just wanted to get your thought on sure. that. Um, I think it was a bit of both, and mostly what I think it was was <laughs> overdriving by ten percent. That's what it was. Absolutely. And because after that, when we practiced not overdriving and preserving the car, it all worked very nicely. So, I, I think the key here is is that most people are HBDEing on street tires. Sure. And it's a drastically different place than performance track or even autocross tires, and that's what we we're kind of trying to get across. Yep. Cool. Well, well so it's like a, so he's a new new listener. What? Well, well, I, I hope he's listening. This goes, oh, well. this goes right back to mental's feedback, though, at the time of shoe polish on the tires, sees where they're rolling over. And uh, yeah. if, you, if you have a pyrometer to check your, your tire temperatures across the tread, that's an even better way. So Definitely. Great. So now we're on to our, our main topic, which I'm pretty excited about this topic, frankly. Mental, <laughs> and, and especially, I'm even more excited that Eric decided to join us at the last minute. I don't know why he keeps accepting our invitations, but here he is. Um, Eric's going to have a lot of good feedback on this one. It's going to be great. It really so, is. Uh, Mental, do you want to start us off? Okay. Now, folks, our main topic tonight is themes. Now, and, and I get it. A lot of you feel like, oh, here goes all of our American endurance racing guys are turning off right now. Now, themes. If they were, if they were listening to start they, with. Hey, 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 we've got some AER fans. Oh, okay. But um, themes, yes. Lemons is built on themes. The whole thing was just to get everyone to stop taking themselves so seriously. And I think they've done a great job on that one. But themes are not just for lemons. And this isn't a lemons podcast. This is an, an, an entry level every man kind of deal and so we do themes because we think it's funny but going through this having your sense of team identity building your brand he said with finger quotes if you will that can work for any racing team you got a guy that's coming just to work on your car while you're running your formula v have some team t-shirts have a theme have a team identity and it's going to help people out and chris i know you've got some thoughts on this I think it also helps tell your competitors in whatever venue you're in that you actually might be somebody interesting enough to talk to. Uh, and, mm. you, you know, you might actually have a sense of humor. Um, it, it's a yeah. great way to start conversations. It's a great way to make friends, be memorable on track, and not just a black BMW that yeah. you completely forget. You don't remember just what's going on. Just another E36. Just another, You know, be, be interesting. The whole point of, the, of going to the track is to have fun. So have some fun. Chrissy? Oh, we just we do it to amuse ourselves, identify our cars as they go around the track, I think is helpful, too. Like, we're not just like, oh, which black car are you? You're like, oh, you're the draft. <laughs> um, and then if and really, if people, other people enjoy them, then all the better. Yeah. Go ahead, Mental. And, and it, we're a lot of us also listen to the Ross Bentley podcast. And he just had uh, Hay, uh, Hayward, Hayward, the uh, new uh, chair of the SCCA. And that was one of the things he was talking about is SCCA's new direction is fun with cars and i think theming no matter what level you're doing this at theming falls into fun with cars and eric feel free to jump at any point on here because i know you've got lots of stuff to say on this subject so don't hesitate yeah seriously <laughs> yeah i no, i it, it's 100 percent true and and you know while the stuff 
stuff that we end up writing about is usually, you know, the giraffe or, you know, Mr. <laughs> Fister or whatever the case may be. The thing I really like on, you know, somebody who just has a normal, you know, Mustang or whatever is, you know, if you paint something clever somewhere on the car in a place where, you know, the judge might not see it, it's pretty obvious that you're doing this to amuse yourself. And for me as a judge, <laughs> seeing people enjoy themselves i mean that's that that lets me know that they, they're not taking this you know they're not expecting the imsa scouts to show up or, or whatever the hell people i saw you know, them think yeah. they show up oh yeah they have a hat and a clipboard they, uh, <laughs> the, the imsa scouts are called uh accountants yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah they're just there to collect your check if you can get a check you're an imsa driver perfect mm-hmm. and i get that we, we've decided to kind of group themes into four basic categories that cover most themes we've got car-based themes we've got kind of ridiculousness and just general pop culture-ish um, we've got timely topical themes and then there's always lemons inside jokes so I, i'm going to start us off with car-based themes and Sometimes the car really writes the theme for you. Other times you have to, you're seeking out a car because you have a great theme and you need just the right car for it. In both cases, it has to be <laughs> just right. You can't. Is it right this. to ask about the Citroen paperwork right about now, or am I screwing up your? <laughs> well, it's always it's always a good time to ask about the Citroen paperwork, Jeff. So I called Rhode Island. <gasps> you did not. I did call Rhode Island, and I was told just, just Rhode Island. He got Abbott. Abbott. No, no, no. Abbott. Called the same lady. Called the same lady. She says, "Honey, it's coming." <laughs> I don't know what that. Is. Do we know when? No, I don't know when, but it's coming. I know. I saw it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? We asked you to call. Honey, you did. Honey, it's coming. Could be honey, a theme coming. in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> to get, to, Chris, yeah, that, get us back on top. That's in the inside jokes part of this of the right? segment. There so, you go. Um, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you're gonna do that, you need to. And font from the Honey I Shrunk the Kids uh, poster, <laughs> and just just work that in there. Oh, perfect. Please. So, uh, <laughs> with the car base themes, it has to be just right. You can't fudge it. You can't have something close enough. It has to be right. So, here's an example of the car writes the themes for you. The boat. For those that aren't familiar, <laughs> this is this is our our uh, third Lemons car ever. It was a Chevy S10, and then we went on Craigslist and found a boat for seventy five dollars. I think I overpaid. <laughs> And <laughs> it came you with a did. trailer. You totally did. Yep. Uh, but no, but I sold the trailer for $75 with no title, <laughs> so it worked out great. Uh, we, we then cut a hole in the bottom of the 16 foot C Sprite and mounted it to the S10 and proceeded to race it like that. So, Mental, what's up? If you Google, folks, if you're listening and you don't know what he's talking about, literally to this day, if you Google S10 race boat, it's the first picture that comes up. In fact, it's the first seven pictures that come up. Yeah. Uh, also. Yeah, Lemon's I'm doing that right now. Boat. Lemon's, Lemon's boat. boat also works. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, so we, raced, boat. we raced the boat for 11 or 12 races for a couple of years. We had a great time with it. And so much of the reason we had a great time with it is because it created or enabled so many unique themes. We started off with I'm on a boat by you know, the, the Saturday Night Live song by Lonely Planet, T-Pain, right? Th- that we did that. And then we had to do it again because it was so funny. Uh, we had a great Jaws theme where with a fly bridge and, and uh, the buckets on the hood. And, and, and don't, forget, don't forget Chrissy's hysterical dress. Yeah, Chrissy was being eaten by a shark. That was her dress. Oh, yes. um, we had a Gilligan's <laughs> Island theme, which involved most of the team in drag. 
one way or the other. Um, we had, uh, <laughs> you know, so it's that's where the that's a, just a good example of the car enabling a theme. Uh, also, the Rolls Royce we had we had a 1969 Rolls Royce Silver Shadow it was a thousand dollars. It was brown. It was spectacular and tragic, but it was a perfect excuse for a Monopoly team Monopoly theme for the whole team. Uh, and you know, we wore lots of monocles that year. Oh yeah, we had so many. <laughs> we had so much mustard. It was everywhere. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Uh, the Citroen SM is another example that we still have, Jeff. And it, when we had it, we said, well, there's no way we can't do an S and M theme because Citroen SM. <laughs> Eric, what did you think of that? Um, what was the Citroen uh, safe for Jeff? Do you remember? What was the what? Citroen Citroen safe. Your safe word. Oh, the safe word. The safe word was. Wait, let me see. I can't remember. Come on. I don't remember. Chargagog, Chargagog, Close enough. Well, that's. I mean, that is that is the name of the race. It's it's the Jeep. Yeah, exactly. The GP do lock Chargagog, Man Chargagog, Chargagogogogog. Which is the, the <laughs> he said Chow Bunga in the middle of it. I know. Yeah. He did. He get, look, he gets knocked down, but he gets back up again. Oh, that's right. Especially, especially when he's wearing his gimp outfit for all weekend. I think Jeff, <laughs> I think Jeff actually scarred the track manager at Thompson over the course of the weekend. Um, but you know that's that's a great example. We spread that to all of our all of our cars. I mean, the Civic became Mister Fister. Um, yeah, the, the TR was was the gimp. Like we, we it, it worked in all the cars, and it all just came from the one from the Citroen. Yeah, Chrissy. And we bought, we kind of bought the Citroen, knowing that we would do this theme. Like you kind of were looking for that. It was different and weird, but you knew that this is what we had to do. So it was kind of like you were looking for it, and it made the theme. Well, no one had ever done a really kind of hardcore, disturbing S and M theme, which <laughs> bothered me. So well, we need now. It, it bothers you that no one has right. bothered. <laughs> well, we we ruined it now for everyone else, which I'm happy about. Well, there was another team that did it, and they didn't do it nearly as well. And they were like, "Oh, yeah. we picked the wrong wrong so, race to do this one." So, uh, which that in and of itself is a theme. And you know, you don't even have to be as wacky as that. Yeah, so those are all wacky. Uh, a great example is a car the mental had back in Oklahoma. It was a spec pinata Miata. They were making fun of Spec Miata and how they all just crash into each other all the time. But they made the car this great multicolor like thing with the fuzzies on it, and they had they had all had their Mexican blankets and mustaches and hats, and they have great Mexi food bribes because the 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 lovely and talented Victoria would create would make these things for for the judges um, and other things like. Interceptor Motorsports, if we're in the Northeast, they had the authentic Bluesmobile. They didn't just have a BMW with some guys in ties and sunglasses. They had a 74 Plymouth Fury that they put the Dodge grill on, and they owned it. And that's what, yeah. that's what the car themes are about. So, and, and the key element of this, it has to be right. It has to be recognizable as a sight gag if possible. Like, if you see it in the picture and you get it, you're doing it right. Bonus yep, points for yep, yep. bonus points for great costumes with it. Bonus points for multi car themes. Step back. There are and look no at points. It. It's just you get <laughs> cred. Awesomeness points. Right. Yeah, awesomeness points. Right. Like Fruit's got something. He's, he's itching. I can see. You uh you end up infamous on the internet is what happens. <laughs> like oh? so much video. There's so much unused video of Jeff 
dressed as the gimp. There's so much. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> I, actually, that leads into what I what I'm gonna say is it's really not about the the first kernel of the idea. It's about the ridiculousness and how well you're gonna make it happen. You know, commit to I, the idea. Commit to the idea. Like a lot of times. There are some really great ideas and some things that are done poorly, and they sound exactly the same, but it's how ridiculous you got. So, like, if you're stealing a theme from a TV or a movie, you need to do it right. A gold thunder chicken on your E36, and you suck. But if you turn your car into Snowman's truck, you win. You see, it's the same movie. They watch the same thing, but one of them did it right. And really... Physically changing the shape of your car is a key to success with a lot of themes. Uh, on the internet, if you look at the rider truck, the airport steps, our giraffe, all of these things change the shape of the car. There's a lot of helicopters. There's a lot of tanks out there. The ones that are cool are shaped like a helicopter or a tank. And that makes a difference between what's a great theme and what's a meh, a meh theme, you know? So uh, you also have to sometimes avoid the obvious. If you can see the car, there's, there's a movie coming out. It's called Ready Player One. And it's so every excited because I'm a nerd. Uh, it has every pop culture reference on the planet in it. If your car is in that movie, you made a mistake. B.A.'s <laughs> the DeLorean Time Machine, the General Lee. These have all been done before. And if you're going to bring one of those to the Lemons race... It better be freaking perfect, like Interceptor Motorsports that Chris was already mentioning. I'm going to tell you, though, the way to win is to go deep. All right? The Deliverator. There have been so many good Deliverator themes, and they don't get old. Half the world out there is going, what the hell is the Deliverator, Jeff? I don't even know. It's some whacked out Read, read the book, book Snow Crash. Yeah, Snow Crash is the book. I don't know what this is. Ask Phil when he's been drinking. Yeah. But it, but it, <laughs> that's it, Eric's line. Yes, exactly, exactly. But it's a it's a reference that is not obvious. Dale's bug wet van, whatever that was, that um, yeah, and Knox Vegas uh, did, yeah. From Knox King, Vegas King did that. Hill. It was great for King of the Hill. Um, like, don't bring out the last V8 interceptor. Make the doof wagon. Okay, this is how you do it right. Professor eight, Professor Fates Hannibal eight. The push the button max from the great race. Um, I can't remember the names of the guys who did that, um, but they were in their costumes all weekend. It's a theme that not everybody sees. Was the car perfect like the one in the movie? No, but they went deep and they found that deep one, and that's the key. Eric, what's up? Yeah, the deepest one we've ever seen was from planes, trains, and automobiles, and somebody recreated Dee's Taxiola. Yes. Which is literally in the movie. It's literally in the movie for like 24 seconds or something. It's, it's amazing. And they got it down to every detail. And it's the. Yeah, yeah but was, when you do great. something that rare, you don't have to get every detail. And I think that's yeah, the yeah. So I, uh, I, I, would, I would also argue Corvette Summer. That cor- the Team Tiny Vets Corvette Summer was. Absolutely excellent. That wasn't that wasn't Tiny Vet. Tiny Vet's in the West yeah. Coast. Oh, no, sorry, was, no, Tiny um, Vet, it was uh yeah, it was East Coast guys. Oh, but yeah, that was a it, Miata it was a, under there. It was right? a Miata. It was GDS, amazing. GDS Miata, but it was the, it was the under level of detail was fantastic. Of, 
of fiberglass. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is where the whole really comes to. It's go big or go home. Okay. <laughs> you really need to just seriously dig it out. The Z3 that looks like the Ranchero. If you're totally rebodying your car, good job. It's an AMX, okay. but okay. Yeah, I so said, yeah, thank you. I'm glad you caught that. Oh, no, this, it's an AMX. What's the Ranchero? There's, 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 an, e, there's an E30 that they made into a oh, Ranchero. Oh, E30 Ranchero. Thank you. And then the Z4, yeah, thanks, AMX. So we, we were challenged a few times um, for a long time. Oh, Those of you who know, uh, a Judge Phil said, somebody's got to do springtime for Hitler. No, that was, uh, that, no, I think that no, was Chris. That was me. That was Jay. Jay. That was no. Jay. no, that was me. I, there was, was a Chris. lot of talk about it was Jay. It was 100 percent. That was. I did. You know, yeah, I've been talking about it for years yeah. still, and yeah. So, so you know, the we said guy. if there's anybody who's going to do it, it's going to be us, and we went all out. <laughs> we had uh, pink, light blue, what was it? Light green camouflage. So it was Easter, ca- Easter camo. Easter camouflage. The boat obviously became a boat. Was a U-boat. Uh, we had a guy dressed like Hitler. We I had made, dancing made, uh, girls with sausages. Arm, I made armbands for everybody. Armbands. That said 3 like, p.m. Uh, absolutely. We are never going to get elected to any no. office. There is, there, is a, there is a picture of me in a 3 p.m. brown shirt outfit that will preclude me from holding. Although, I, I have to say, anyone who has access to that photo would probably never use it against me. Would probably use it. No, you know what? This guy totally needs to be in office because clearly, <laughs> clearly... Oh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> on, on the Trump ticket, you might have a shot. But uh, <laughs> don't, go there. don't you dare. <laughs> so, so, but what I'm saying is you got to go all in and you got to go all out to be really fantastic. And nobody has to get it. You have to get it and you have to enjoy it. I'm going to say one more quick story and then I'm going to pass it off to Chrissy. The, the Internet, as you all know, is filled with discussions about bacon and the lemons boards are no different. And I was tired of it. I had a soggy that almost blew my mind. I literally said, wow, it's the best bacon in the world. And he said, I don't know. I've never had the, every bacon in the world. And he started talking about how they killed the pig and how they smoked it. I'm like, we are just too far down the freaking bacon rabbit hole. And, and, and anytime soggy starts sounding intelligent. And, and it is, and, and, I, and I know that Soggy does a really, really smart. Like his job involves him being highly intelligent, but when he starts sounding intelligent, it's when it gets scary. So, so I, I put a word out to all of my team that we were going to change our change our theme, and it was going to be the Coalition of Alternate Breakfast Meetings, and we were going to hijack every discussion on the Lemons Board and just change it. When they talk about bacon, <laughs> we're going to talk about sausage. They talk about bacon, we're going to talk about scrapple. They talk about bacon, we're going to talk <laughs> about spam. Now, we already had a spam-themed car, so we literally like repainted our cars. One as pork roll, New Jersey's favorite breakfast meat. Uh, one as scrapple, the other gray meat. We had the Rolls Royce at that point, so we called it full English breakfast. Uh, what was it? Beans and toast, With Beans right? and toast, yep. <laughs> and there's one other one, right? What else did I be missing? What was the Civic? I don't remember. Whatever. I don't remember. So the Civic. The Civic was the spam can because that was still in the days of the uh, wagon. No, no, no. Oh, well, was no well, way. well after that. All right. Whatever. Oh, okay, Keep going, yeah. Jeff. But anyway, so we literally we ran a flag with a piece of bacon on it with an X on it. Somebody came near me and like shoved bacon into my mouth. It was hilarious. Okay. 
Eric, anything <laughs> else on this? No, I I guess <laughs> if people aren't super familiar with Three Petal Mafia, you're the right people to be getting theme advice from. <laughs> I should have said that at the top of this, this segment, but thank but you. You guys That's have always crushed the theme, so this is this is. This is this is uh, expert advice in, in, in the, <laughs> the subject. So, and, and, and it's timely because we are actually uh, changing our theme right now. We're going to do a multi-car theme that is going to happen. Yep. Yep. So, mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not telling you what it is. No, well, no. we can we can hint which category is. It's a bit topical, it's timely. It's a, <laughs> it's a bit lemons inside joke. And... Yeah, it doesn't really have anything to do with the car. Nothing to do with the car. No. Okay. Okay. So I'm. T- Talking topical. So here are some things you might want to consider. What is popular? Is there a video that's gone viral? Is there a song that people can't stop talking about? Is there something that just people can't get enough of? So one of our um, my favorites is uh, actually I looked back 2012, which is our rendition of Gangnam Style, uh, which is actually I looked back up again. Uh, released in January, oh, excuse me, July of 2012, and was the most watched video in November of 2012. We did this in October of 2012, so really right in the middle of Gangnam Style. And, and, and our reasons. video is also, you should go and see it on YouTube. Nope, it's already on the Facebook, already posted. <laughs> so uh, it was only, yes, an hour ago, and people are commenting on it. Anyway, uh, in case you don't remember, it's on the Facebook. Uh, it, <laughs> <thanks>. <laughs> I must have watched this video a couple times and I said, it was, this is great. And Chris was like, we are, we should not call it that. It's not really that great. So um, I said it is the one, the best rendition one. I'm sorry. The best one take re- rendition of Gundam style. So uh, we had the characters down pretty well, even for uh, lack of practicing. We didn't practice. <laughs> so Never. there's that, yeah. but no, but it's uh, it's on the Facebooks, and uh, and if you just, uh, I think you Google uh, Three Petal Mafia Gundam Style, it shows the first one up. Yeah, so because I, I still show that to my students. Oh, I that's, that's a shame. Sad. Uh, <laughs> we're all dressed, but it's still not great. Okay, so some other ones that we thought were good were I, a there's a team that did a Bill Cosby theme particularly well at Thompson last year, which was really timely, and they had uh, they were equipped with girls that were like lying all over the ground and all over the car, uh, and there was a guy that took that looked just like uh, Bill Cosby, and then they uh, he, he had a sweater and got Jello shots. He was giving, and they were <laughs> they were questionable <laughs> Jello shots, is what they were. Uh, Eric, it was hell's Eric. You Eric, had some of those Jello shots. How were they? I yeah uh, I they smelled so potent I was like I can't actually do this while I'm technically working. Um, it was early too. Ironically, ironically, that is the team that attempted to do the S and M theme yeah. at yes, the same race true. that you guys did. And, and uh, they also did yeah. Also, Game of Crumple Zones was that them was as well, I believe. They, so they, uh, yeah. theme. they theme they hard. Keep cha- they keep changing yeah. their team name. So yeah. I never knew yeah. call them because they yeah, we don't know who they are. They're they're and they just fake have a news red... now. Um, they're getting a little oh. aggro on course actually these days, but uh, they still theme well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. another one of our anyway, uh, fans. This... We've talked already about them. Knox Vegas Lowballers, who are fantastic. Uh, they ran a minivan that was equipped with a huge fidget spinner on top that rode it. It was awesome. So it was huge, and it I think it was made of wood. Like, it was not really... They, they were so concerned about the fidget spinner that it was not really, like, part of the race car that they cared about making going fast. 
A couple people were shaking their heads. Fun, it terrific. But it's fun, and that was the important part. And they did it before yeah. Jeff was like, we have to do this, and they did it before we got to it. So. I was like, guys, we need a fidget spinner. They were like, did it. Done. Uh, so then there was another one. This is way back uh, before 2012. Um, on the West Coast, there was a team, um, Eyesore, and uh, they did a Sesame Street, not Wall Street, when the when the whole meltdown was happening. And uh, they ha- I, all the only thing I remember oh, I was remember El- Elmo had a sign that said Tickle Down on Economics. And I just <laughs> thought it was hilarious. And they had like full out costumes, too. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. Eyesore does fantastic themes. They, 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 are, they are the West Coast hardcore themers hardcore racers have won a lot in their miata actually west coast does really good there's they sometimes they do more themes than we do they're 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 pretty impressive they're great quality out there that's where you get things like like all eyesore does like nyan cat you like and all those kind of wonderful oh god yes nyan car car is it it is something how funnier now that it's like six years out of date, and I don't know why. Right, so, you can't you can't help but laugh is. at it. All right, so Nian Cat, it's Nian, by the way. Um, I, I messed that up. Yeah. So it was this stupid internet meme, like a single serving website that just plays this annoying, ridiculous song of a cat flying a pop, a cat made out of a pop tart that farts rainbows or poops rainbows and plays this silly song. So the car is a cat pooping rainbows and they play this song at like oh. probably actually over the decibel limit. I see <laughs> Jeff oh, madly giggling over there. I feel like we're going to hear the song pretty soon. There you go. <laughs> it plays the whole race, which is hilarious when you go past the car and you hear it. Yes. As you go by. <laughs> Or the when it goes. Best and, part is, is go this, the, the dollar effect on it is the best part because he, he gets. Uh, it comes uh, and goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, so, when you're yeah. at Sonoma and it goes around the the hairpin at the very end, and the, that's right where the garages are. So you you yes. hear it every couple like two minutes. You hear it and it comes around and then everybody looks and then it goes away and everybody laughs. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. There's a, so, there was a car in Atlanta that was playing it too, but it was not the original. No. It was. It's no. not as funny. This, that they weren't as Okay. So a couple more that I had was um, the Harlem Shake. That was when that was popular. I think that was more of a um, that was more of a uh, judges thing, but it was funny and they uh, used it for a penalty. And uh, it was, but it was topical and hilarious. Uh, there were a bunch of uh, Trump themes around the election and after, but they uh, none of them were like really notable, fantastic, um, but. You know, that's it's always I, an easy thing to do. I have one that I really, really liked is okay. they, they thought they, they all came out and they were like Trumpers and they had like the shirts and the hats and everything. And then at inspection, Antifa came out and tagged the car with like no Trump. <laughs> I thought that was really good. I thought they did a good job of that one. I so, didn't. It's a good twist. You, you might have missed that one. Yeah, it was twist. a good twist. Yeah, but. It's one of those things that's easy to be topical. Um, and the last thing, so is really, if you're trying to find a topical theme, make sure you pull it off. As Jeff said, you have to pull it off so they know what they're doing. So either the car has to say it and be painted like it, wear the costumes all weekend, um, or you just don't remember it. So, uh, yeah. And also, expect these to be one and done themes. <laughs> Unless you're a Yan Cat. Sure. Yes. Or you have there, multiple- there, there are things that are just funny, and that's one of them. So, Mental, what about other funny lemons inside joke things? Let's tell us talk about okay. those. 
Well, and, and, and we're, we're bumping up against the end of this, and I do want to make sure that Christy gets her chance, so I'm, I'm going to push through this as quickly. But this is the reality, folks. Now, we're not a Lemons podcast. We are an, an entry-level endurance racing podcast, but the fact of the matter is is that Lemons started this nonsense, okay? Every endurance entry-level series out there owe, should owe a, a tip of the hat and kiss of the ring to the Godfather, which is Lemons. And they have been around long enough now to, to spawn those fi- at least five other entry-level series that I can think of. So there's going to be some inside jokes. The most famous of one is, of course, the Kim Harmon Scrodium you know, episode from the Lemons wrap-up video, which now has its own race, which is great. Um, I just posted a link on our Facebook. Judge Phil wrote a naughty, naughty book a few years ago. And what's really annoying about this naughty novel that he wrote, the the porn novel, is it's actually really well written. It's a really interesting story. If you take the sex out of it, because I, I read the PG version and it's an interesting novel. Chris, you've got something about Judge Phil's naughty book. Well, I can't help but hear it all in Phil's voice, and it makes it so much more disturbing. <laughs> and, and then the Nixon sex robot yeah. failed. So now, if you're looking at the uh, the political pop themes, the problem is they get really old. And as uh, Chrissy mentioned, the gang of style, sometimes they get old at that race. And I quote, if Thank you, you follow the footage all the way around Speedy Cops BMW, it says we were going to do a really hella sweet gang of style theme but those bastards over at three pedal mafia beat us to it and they wrote it in sharpie on their car all the way around the waistline of it because we did beat them to it well but, and we didn't beat them to it by a race they no, literally they did it loaded <laughs> their car off the trailer saw that we were in the costumes and, and said, said oh you. they got us beat we can't <laughs> yeah. we can't hold we got like they literally at the track decided to change themes yeah so when you're talking about themes, not just lemons, but what you're doing in your race team, understand the themes are like the racers themselves. Some of them are hardcore. Some of them are really lazy. Some have to win. Some just want to have some fun on the whole <laughs> deal. <laughs> and so when you're planning a theme, be honest with yourself and be honest with your team. How committed are you? Are you Knox Vegas level where you're going to have four cars all themed up? Because everyone talks about the fidget spinner, but no one talks about the entire thing where they did the Ken block. They had the Geo done up, wow, the Mustang. Love that. Yeah, the camera the car that followed around. Yeah, it was awesome. You've got Oklahoma OK Speed. They've got the Tape R, where they'll change themes mid-race, where they started out as the Twinkie car, and then they were the great value car. Literally, everybody's going, wasn't that car a different color yesterday? And they do it all with duct tape. Uh, and then or my friend Jerry, who just, he every season, he grabs a new NASCAR theme, and he's not touching the car for the rest of the season. So know where you are on that one. And then you've got our perpetual lady of downforce, you know, Swayze Bid with you lovely honda that has passed away since uh barber but they they put the uh Cessna 172 wing on that car and they did never change themes ever again it was the wonder woman invisible jet and there it stayed uh i would just say avoid the beat stuff golf racing speed war dukes of hazards everything that jeff mentioned mad max if you're looking for something original something topical literally catch the last lemons wrap-up video because they're gonna make a stupid joke if you're outside of lemons consider your team theme is building your brand sometimes it only has to be cool or funny to you like sputnik and that thing with the 30 percent more roof 
Okay, okay. That was actually funny to everyone. That who is hilarious. Yeah, was, absolutely. Really yeah, was. That was great. I put more roof on. <laughs> <laughs> but, like uh, a couple of years ago at Barber, I showed up with a uh, Miata that I painted up like an F-16, and it was the Iron Eagle. And everybody kept going, oh, Top Gun theme. No, Iron Eagle. More Lou Gossett Jr. theme song by Queen, Top Gun. Hello, Lane. You know? Uh, but but you know, not just lemons. You know, Champ Car. They've got some great stuff. The guys over at Fat Crack Racing. They have grabbed this '80s Radwood motif and they are running with it. It's fantastic. AER. They do try to look like real racers, but there's some great ones out there. Uh, a lot of good team identity. The Barbie cars. Uh, John Artman and his moldy neon big red, which has really just been around so long that it's become its own theme. Uh, Rock Study that runs WRL. Thunder Bunny that runs those three fifty disease and then you add in the inside jokes where you start making fun of the other teams like when three pedal mafia did that we're not sorry for party racing and uh, yeah, and then we changed it to <laughs> sorry s-a-r-i for party and then we did the end song from the wrap-up video wrap before video yeah, <laughs> nobody Hon- got that at all except, oh, that, Phil. No, except for Phil. sorry for party too yeah, yeah. So it's it's just it's it's build your identity, have some fun with it. And it goes all the way back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show, not just in Lemons, but in any of those car series. If you come in with something that's funny and original and you've got a good team brand, it lets all the officials in that race series know, OK, this person's here for the right reasons. They're not here trying to find the IMSA scouts. Uh, and I know that was long winded, so I'm sorry. Uh, are we going to move on to everyone's favorite segment or Eric, do you have anything to add on this one? I think yeah, I I did figure out one real quick the the robot arms thing I, I figured out where it came from oh oh uh, do tell so the, the origin story it, it's 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 Nick imitating people typing him all the inane oh, emails sure, that he gets yeah Got it. They <laughs> migrated go. so, up to uh, to robot arms. To robot arms. Which is no even robot. funnier because he's a piano player. <laughs> I had no idea. Let's move on, everyone. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Just, Just the, the I was going for operatic there. Did it work? It's very nice. Okay, so when you're deciding on certain aspects of your theme, we're just going to talk. Make sure it's safe. So if you're going to put something on the top of your car, make sure it's a fixed well. So uh, when we put our car together, we had a bet that our draft head was going to fall off on the first race. And uh, Chris made sure that it was good. He agreed and he said, this is going to stay on. And the other guy lost the bet because the draft head's still on. Three years later. was good. Yeah, he good. lost the bet. I didn't even hear that. Dan, toys, Dan, oh, Dan. Toys, toys R Us is is Toys R Us is bankrupt, but that giraffe head is still on that car. Right. All good, and we take it off and on, no problem. So, uh, if something falls off your car, it could damage a tire, or someone else can run over it. You don't want to ruin somebody else's weekend if you uh, for something that you lost off of your car. So let's talk costumes. If you are going to make sure your costume uh, is something you can walk around and see through so you can actually see where you're going. If you plan on wearing it more than just judging, uh, make sure it's wearable. So when walking around in a panda head, uh, I found that the eye holes don't actually line up with human eyes. So they do if really you're a toddler, can't. if you're a little tiny toddler. It, it is yeah, out of one. Um, well, the, this is the beer delivery panda head that you can't yeah. do that. Okay. So I, I uh, and, and also your, your, your strong, bad costume. You did really good on the eyes on that one. Well, cause I made it, but I didn't make a panda. <laughs> head. 
Okay, and so sometimes your theme might bode well for a paddock ride. Um, if there's the mystery machine team has a little go kart that looks like a mini mystery machine, but the guys, it, it is awesome. Fantastic. And the, the guy's head or person's head just sits, sticks out right out the top. And uh, the lemetarians have this pretty janky boat on top of a frame that they pedal or something, and like they water ski behind it. So, Skid so boat. sometimes it, it's well, it's still janky. Um, it's fun to have a piece of something together. Uh, but if it's going to enhance the theme, but you never know what's going to happen when your teammates have been drinking and decided to take it out for a spin when you're not around. So uh, that's, then this, this, that's how you get a rule yeah. named after your team. Right. Well, this, no, no. And this is just like uh, so then this made me think of the time that one of our arriving drives made a Surrey and uh, and it was great. And then they we came back in and uh, and it was, it was like broken. four 10 speed bicycles. <laughs> And a bed frame, right? Welded together. Sort of welded together. That didn't really have anything to do with our theme, but it was just the thought that I had after I said we should be careful about the the uh, paddock rides you have around and make sure that nobody takes them away and uh, returns them broken in the morning. So just think it through. <laughs> make sure nobody has pointy objects, big animal heads that don't fit, or way too high heels. Um, I think you've had a lot of way too high heel costumes. Uh, I know. He wasn't talking to you, Chrissy. He was talking to Eric. Every, no, I was talking to Jeff, actually. No, we, we had high heels. Oh, yeah. we did, I know. Yeah. That's why I was saying. To the gentleman in the red pumps walking through Victory Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Your team is waiting for you. <laughs> that happened. Yep. That happened. That was Omar. Yes, uh, we were French maids. French <laughs> yes. yes, you were French yes. maids. Um, that was our I, second. <laughs> um, I just want to mention, because you mentioned the Lamentarians. And they had a great theme for a little while that had absolutely nothing to do with anything other than they had the car that the guy drove away from his wedding. It was a Citation X11, right? Oh, yes, yes. This is the wedding party. And they renewed renewed their wedding vows the whole nine yards. Yes. Fantastic. It was better than that car. Look, (laughs) themes. Here's the last word on themes. Do what makes you have a good time and own it and live it and ride it until it dies and you're ready to do something. And if you do it right, we'll support you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything else for the good of the order? Eric, last words on this? Come to HoopDecon. Excellent. Absolutely. Also, themes are good. Yeah, absolutely. Go to Hoopdecon. Hey, hey, oh, actually, real quick, before you do the theme music, what hashtags do people need to follow on Instagram to keep up with all the awesomeness that is going to be Hoopdecon? That's a great question that I don't think we even thought that far of, but let's go with hashtag Hoopdecon, one word, H-O-O-P-T-E-I-E-C-O-N, and Radwood usually is pretty active, so hashtag Radwood, R-A-D, Wood. Uh, that should pretty much find everything. Epic. You got anything else you need to pimp uh, besides the DFL podcast, which everyone should listen to? Yeah. Uh, they're actually recording in 10 minutes, and I'm hella not. <laughs> so, oh, no. I'm not on this week because uh, wow. I have more HoopDecon stuff to finish up. But, yes. But you uh, spent your afternoon with or evening with us. That's awesome. Yay. And we love all the more for it. That's because you don't actually have to prepare for us. (laughs) I don't prepare for the DFL. Let's let's not not get carried away there. Well, thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you will join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please push the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas, drop us a comment on our Facebook page. 
Also, check out our Three Pedal Mafia Race Team Facebook page or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. Five-star review gets you a sticker. Five-star review will get you a sticker. Thanks again, and until next week, keep the shiny side up, unless there is no shiny side, then just keep the wheels down.